Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of the GVG cast. Woo. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner, as well as, for the first time in like a month, our art director, <laughs> Daniel Albo. How's it going, guys? Our, our man Daniel was off playing Pokemon. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't join us. He was too busy playing card children's <laughs> card games. Right. <clears throat> That's yeah. right, it was. <laughs> you know what, uh, Daniel, I'm going to start with you, man. Like I said, it's been about a month since we've had you on the show with us. It's such a privilege to have you back. How have you been, man? How's your thank life going? How are things going over in Daniel Alba land? Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back again. It's been it's been longer than I thought. Yeah, um, doing daily life things and mostly was focusing on some video projects that were on the, that recently came on the channel. Most one of them was Pokemon trading card game. Uh, the second game is quite longer than the first one, like twice as long, basically. So that took a lot longer <laughs> to do than I anticipated. And um, I'm already like getting ready to do another video. Hopefully we can get that done within the week. It'll be a lot faster than the, one, than the last one I did. But otherwise, been doing okay. I've been surviving. I've been, <laughs> there's been a lot of crazy news that's happened even in just the last week yeah. that uh, I, I haven't had any chance to, to outlet any, any voices on. So that'll be nice to do today. But uh, otherwise, um i was playing uh mario plus rabbits this week nice nice I, i've been able to to jump into that um Lots. i think i think it's good yeah it's it's a good improvement over the the original um i know it's unfortunate about like people talking about the whole like ubisoft situation with the workplace and everything and that's kind of been brought to light more and, and again actually arlo did a video on that if you want to look in, deeper into the, the their whole workplace conditions at this at this point in time mm -hmm. but um i still made the decision to buy it i i no matter what happens in places like these there's still like with 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 this game um a big group of people who are passionate about the ip they put a lot of work into uh the art the animations the the, the overall design of, of the sh of the whole the whole thing and i still think that any artist still deserves to have their work seen and recognized. Yeah. So I think it's all a matter of perspective of how you take it, like how empty or full you want to see the glass when you do things like this. But yeah, I've been enjoying that. So it's it's been a good time. I, I've <laughs> uh, I've like in the third world at this point. Um, I think I'm about to get our last party member on the crew. So that that's it's just been fun. Nice, and, uh, very nice. Yeah. And uh, Derek, before we started, man, you had mentioned that you had an update for us and where you are in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I've got a chance to play a little bit. Not a lot, but enough that I actually finally finished chapter three. I'm on chapter. I, okay. I literally I saved at like at the thing was like chapter four or, you know, that thing. Uh -huh. So I've not seen anything beyond that. But uh, chapter three ended with a nice bang. Um God, there's a lot to look at <laughs> as far as like uh, just exploring, but I, I just wait. I I, I wait. explored everything I could. Really looking forward to me getting those extra abilities that allow you to fully uh, to get things, especially that like rail grinding thing. Oh, uh huh. Because uh -huh. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's taunting me. I'm like I'm so close to having these maps done, and it's just not there. It's like there's has to be a way. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's still amazing. I'm still very far behind on all that stuff. Um, otherwise I am, uh, been trying to keep up with stuff. Uh, so for those unaware, 
Uh, unfortunately, Kai got sick this past week, and he mm. uh, basically got a viral infection in his um, uh, in his man. Not his lungs, but you know, you know, yeah. he got a cough, he, his respiratory system, that sort of thing. Um, so just had a bad cough, you know, sneeze and get the runny nose stuff, and um, he, it it start it started flaring up around Saturday last last Saturday, and it was like, well, it's not great, but it's I think it's just a mild cold, and then. Monday uh, night, it just it, he woke up and he just was miserable. He just couldn't get back to sleep. So I stayed up with him all night long. Oh man! And I ended up getting maybe three hours of sleep over the course of like a forty-hour period. I was Ooh. exhausted, and the rest of the family has been starting to get hit by these colds. I am fortunately have not. I'm still there, but I am also just so freaking tired. <laughs> so yeah, there is man. that. Um, so I'm just, you know, I, I just haven't had time to play because I mean, I can, but I, I got to do what I, Kai wants and I bring up Xenoblade and he's like, no, I put that on the PlayStation so you can, I can watch cars again. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I have watched cars so many times. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet that that's yeah. kind of been the thing recently with, with a lot of us there. Something's going around at team GVG where like, yeah, Kai's been sick. I know. John was just uh, was just mentioning to us earlier today that Amelia got chicken pox. I've mm. been sick. I, I've, I've got this thing that I got during my UK trip a couple of weeks ago that just keeps, like, I think I'm better. And then I'll have an, another day where I just don't feel well. I got body aches and, like, a, a slight fever. Then the next day I'll feel fine, but it just won't completely go away. Um, I, I know Brandon said he wasn't feeling well either. Uh, he I think he got sick. It's that time of year. It's just it's like, I guess else. it's yeah. that time of year, man. It's weird. But Steve, uh, you, I don't think you've been sick, man. How have I, you been? I have miraculously dodged all of that like a bullet. Both my kids were sick uh, two weeks ago, I think. And I was, you know, doing what any good parent would do, like providing care and comfort. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting whatever this is. Didn't happen. I'm so thankful. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've been doing a lot. Like uh I got so y'all know I've been working on God of War, uh the review for that. Uh, I talked about it last week that I had played like the first few hours. Um I'm still working on the review. I did come up for air for a little bit to try Bayonetta three, uh, which Helena Taylor's tweets like summarily sold me on this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. She, she, she should really put mm-hmm. Twitter down, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, uh, I also like got my tax return, uh, oh, like a couple weeks ago, just, you mm-hmm. know, like long story short, my taxes last year were very complicated, so it took the IRS, like, an extra long amount of time to deal with them. Weird how starting a company makes your tax situation more complicated. But, yeah, weird. Um, so I got my money back, and I just went crazy, and I bought, like, a brand new sofa for my living room, which I shared in our Discord. Like, this big, blue, gaudy, like, Capcom-themed sofa. Um, I love it. And I, I actually upgraded the the office room you can't see it but now like to my left there's like a new tv and there's another playstation in here and there's recording gear so that i can capture footage like in the same place that i edit it i'm very thankful for the irs giving me that money back after holding on to it for like two years (laughs) nice so uh yeah there's I'll, i'll i'll do an updated tour of it like on the post show or something at some point but my camera can't move away to show you all what I'm talking about. But it's been a very mm. productive week for me. I've just like 
gotten like I renewed my lease here and I was like I just need to make this house my own because I'm gonna be here for like two more years now oh, I thought uh, I was gonna leave mm, so I was like I right. better get cozy I'm gonna be here for two more summers that's a good idea yeah well it has been a it's been a productive week for me in terms of my day job which has been keeping me really busy uh I'm hoping things ramp down a little bit soon and we're and we're all given a little bit of a breather because I think we all need it uh, so I've just been kind of trying to, you know, get whatever sleep I can, keep up with my work, uh, keep up, of course, with Patreon stuff uh, and all that good stuff. Um, as you can see, my my hair today is doing its best Leon Kennedy impression with the the, the, the middle part <laughs> with the bangs. Uh, although I have a giant forehead that that uh, Leon does not have. It's almost like the fifth special guest of the show, my giant forehead. Um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm still chipping away at Xenoblade 3. And what I was going to say to you, Derek, is if you have the same problem I do, where you want to explore everywhere you can before moving on with the story, brace yourself for Chapter 5. I'm not going to name the location. I'm not going to name what it's oh, called. God, because is, that itself there's just a, a lot of stuff to look at. But I am only now... I feel like I've been in chapter five for many, many, many hours now. And I'm only now finally moving ahead with the story again because of just how gargantuan the area that you are, are in in chapter five is to explore. So just brace yourself is all I'm saying. I'm uh, just taking my time at this point. Yeah, slowly exactly. At that's, it. that's what I'm doing. I'm just enjoy I know I'm the world anytime yeah. soon. So I'm just chipping away at it. And, uh, and yeah, I've just been doing uh, lots of fight, lots of really fun fight of founder sessions uh, with our amazing patrons. If you want to know more about what that is, you should check us out at Patreon.com/slash/GVGaming. But uh, yeah, uh, that's just kind of been my my week, really. Uh, before we get too much further on, though, because we do have some news to discuss. But before we get too much further, we do, as always, have to call out our amazing sponsor, the Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel, along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And of course, as always, I'm going to be posting the link in our chat here as well. So, yeah. Here we go. And I'm just going to go ahead and pin it. Yes, please, uh, do go show the Game Orb all your love. Please subscribe yeah. and like all, all of his videos if you haven't yet as i say every week as we say every week he has been supporting us from the very beginning of gvg's life he's been sponsoring uh well first today's news tonight and then gvg cast from the very beginning of our channel's life so please please do go send him some love show him some love uh and speaking of love we have some super chats to read out you guys are always so incredibly generous so let's read out the first few of those right now First off, we have our good friend Jaden Buck with five dollars. Thank you very much. With the lazy, or the lazy, the latest, lazy. crazy, <laughs> the latest, crazy, lazy question crazy Friday. Question Friday, lazy question Friday. Okay, crazy question number fifty-six. Do you ever get the feeling that you thought you forgot to do something, but you already did it all the time? Yes. Yeah, oh, that's my all, life. All the time. Yeah, I feel like that's yes. definitely my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great feeling it's too. a relief though it, yeah. it's, the be it's better than you like i think i did that and you look at it it's like oh crap i haven't that's that's a worse feeling <laughs> yeah i get that at least once a week with my laundry like oh, i will uh -huh. i will go do something i'm like oh no i didn't put the laundry in the dryer and it's gonna stink and then i'm like oh it's already there and dry how did i forget it yay <laughs> yeah it's like I, a uh... weekly occurrence that happens to me sometimes with the dishes. I'll, I'll think that I, I still need to do the dishes and I'll go to the sink. I'll be like, oh, wait, the dishes are done. They're already in the dishwasher and I've already run the dishes. That's great. Uh, so it usually happens to me with chores and stuff like that. 
I have, uh, but it's always a relief. I have a terrible habit of buying stuff I already bought and not remember. Like, oh, no. and it's dumb things. Like, I'll be like, oh, oh no. no, we're out of orange juice, and I'll order it, and then I'll open the fridge, and I'll be like, we still have an entire bottle of orange juice. I now have too me much. Me making my grocery juice. list is literally me going through the refrigerator and pantry just see like, uh-huh. okay, what do we have and what I, don't we have? I really need to start doing that. <laughs> it's, yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, I still miss some things, so, but it's fine. Um, next up, we have ten dollars from Love Hugh. We love Hugh too, Hugh. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Wanted Dead out on Valentine's Day has many former Valhalla game staff, many of who were for, were former Team Ninja staff. The game looks like. A realized vision of Devil's Third, just wait, raising awareness. I've actually I heard of this. Never heard of this. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. I don't know how or why I've heard of it, but it has kind of come across uh, my desk, as it were. And I don't have a lot of interest in it personally, but uh, I have heard a little bit of hype for it. So hopefully, it turns out to be, yeah. you know, I, what you want. I've never been a big Team Ninja person, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I don't dislike their games. It's just not my vibe. Like I I've never sure. really clicked with them very much. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got uh, $5 from Dion. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to say this. Hun? Hun, maybe? Yeah, Dion you? Hun. I apologize if that's incorrect. Yeah. Thank you, Dion, for the $5. Hey, GVG cast, for the Mario movie, what references would you like to see? I mean, that could be a video on its own, right? <laughs> that could be. Maybe... I want to see oh. the scary, chompy piano from Mario 64 somewhere. Ah, that would oh, be man. cool. <laughs> I, I want the white block that you go behind the screen for. Oh, that's in a good Mario one. Three. It oh, will never happen, but it'd be a good one. <laughs> that would that that would be really those, cool. Those are good ones. Mine is decidedly cruel in nature. One, I want Yoshi there, and I want Mario to accidentally like punch him in the back of the head to make his tongue come out. See, oh see I, oh, thought no. you, I, I thought you were going to say I want him to abandon Yoshi to reach a goal. Yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> you were going to say too. Next jump. Yeah, um, I I think it would just be a, not it'll never happen, but I have a soft spot for the U.S. version of Mario Two, which we of course all know is not really a Mario game. But I've always liked Wart. Wart makes me laugh. I've, I've always liked him as a character, and I'd like to see them reference him in some weird small way. But that'll never happen because it's not even really a Mario game. So. I feel like it is a Mario game now. It was re-released it, in Japan it as Mario it, USA. Yeah. Got, yeah, but you know, Ninji, people love to point out the like, well, stuff like that. Oh, I, I agree. But you know, people love to point out, well, it's really dopey, dopey Panic, and it wasn't really original. Well, yeah, Mario but game. I think I think it's I think Nintendo has made it as canon as they're willing to make anything in Mario. Yeah. Yeah, I love Mario too, and I love shy guys are showing up way canon. more than poison mushrooms. Yeah, and I mean, mm. shy guys personally are my favorite Mario enemies. So a lot of what I love about Mario and some of the specific enemies comes specifically from Mario too. Uh, yeah, so I would love that. Maybe even a shy guy reference. I don't think we'll see shy guys in the movie, but it'd be cool if we got a little reference to them in the movie. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, next up is Snoopy with four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you very much, Snoopy. Uh, my first GVG cast in the PST zone. It's weird seeing you guys live at 5 p.m. Wish me luck with my new life in Vegas. Oh, well, congrats. Oh, congrats, congrats and Snoopy. good luck. Yeah, and you're, and, uh, good luck, Snoopy. Yeah. You are a short road trip away from me. Uh, same. Next time I'm in Vegas, I'll have to uh, I'll have to hit you up. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. It's like a four-hour drive for, same. Uh, yeah. for me and my wife. And actually, my wife and I might be planning a little staycation next month in Vegas. It's been We nice. haven't really been since before the pandemic started. So... We might finally be going Never back next month, and if uh, if we do, I'll be sure to hit you up. And Vegas uh, is fun, but if you if you don't like cigarette smoke, which most of us don't, it'll oof. it'll be difficult to be indoors. Yeah, oh, no. we we tend to only stay at the hotels whose casinos are smoke free, and that's that makes a huge I, it, difference. Vegas might kill me in that if I didn't do that. I guess yeah. because I you know I do have asthma on that that oh god cigarette smoke just I hate cigarette shrivels smoke. me. Can't stand it. 
Um, we do have more Super Chats, but as always, uh, I'm going to read them out throughout the show so we can go ahead and get on with the news. But before that, I do want to remind everybody, we are doing something very special and, and fun tomorrow. Tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific, we're starting bright Ooh. and early, we are doing another subathon. Uh, this is uh, going to be very similar in style to the subathon we did for our 100,000 uh, subscriber celebration stream. And uh, essentially, we are going to be doing a spooky subathon. We're going to be playing, it's going to be a relay race, two teams of two. Uh, we're going to be playing through, or racing through, I should say, Super Ghouls and Ghosts and Castlevania Bloodlines. It's going to be me and Brandon versus Derek and John. There are going to be all sorts of Super Chat incentives or uh, Patreon pledge incentives that you can, uh, you know, donate to mess with us. There are going to be plenty of ways to embarrass us, mess with us as we run. We we might even put on some uh, embarrassing Halloween costumes, just depending on what the you milestones mine, we You saw my subathon for my birthday. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. You can blindfold <laughs> us. You can uh, make us lose a life on the spot. Uh, make us do uh, a voice impression of whomever you want for a set amount of time. Make us switch to a different Switch game for a while to mess up our runs. There are all sorts of ways you'll be able to embarrass us and mess with us as we race and, through these games. And we have fun things to unlock if you reach certain goals on our Patreon. Indeed. That's right. Lots yeah. Of, so. Lots of fun opportunities for original content. Yes. So definitely, yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to drive awareness to our Patreon. And uh, the most fun way to do that is with these really fun subathon streams. And uh, it's going to be great because I I love Egovanias, but I'm not a big Classicvania guy. So I played Castlevania Bloodlines, but I haven't ever beaten it, certainly. I don't think I've even played past the second stage. So I don't really know what I'm in for. It's going to be a mess, and it's I can't wait. It's been a while for me, but it's I don't remember it being that hard. Right. Like we we got off easy, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I was immediately was like, I'm not. I don't want to be on Team Super the, Ghouls and Ghosts. Thankfully, John was like, I do want to be on Team Ghouls and Ghosts. I'm like, you can have it. Yeah, you I th- it was Brandon that said that because he's your partner. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I was fine being Team Ghouls and Ghosts because I have beaten Super Ghouls and Ghosts before. I forget why I did it, but I did it. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say that's a brutally hard game. Like that I is, think I did it. It's for, fun. It's a great game, and I've beaten it before too. But it is tough. I think I did it for a hollow stream over at game explain. It was when I wasn't allowed to do a stream. So I had to redo a pre-recorded one. So I chose super ghouls and ghosts. And that's what I ended up. And I did a playthrough of that and it did not do well at all as far as views. So I'm like, well, that was a waste of time, mm-hmm. but Hey, at least I, now I can say I have super ghouls and ghosts. I've been super ghouls and ghosts. There you go. Ouch, Caitlin. I just saw the picture you posted in our live audience chat of my forehead. It's literally a runway. I Ouch! I, I mean, I say I have a big forehead. I didn't think it was that big. Damn, damn. Uh, All right, brutal. Should have picked Castlevania: The Adventure. If it was on Switch Online, we would have. That's what I would have pushed oh, uh-huh. uh, for. But it's easier just uh, for us to be on Switch and switch to other Switch games. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. Get, if that gets done, yeah. just, that way we don't have to switch over cords and whatnot. Right. So that's why you chose NSO games. Well, let's go ahead and talk about some of the week's news. There is a bit to talk about here. Uh, there's something I particular, uh, I am in particular very excited about, but let's get the downer stuff out of the way first. So, as you know, Elena Taylor, we talked about this. Uh, Bayonetta's <laughs> former voice actor. We talked about a lot of this last week. Everyone and the, we saga, had faith. <laughs> the saga continues. So she actually came out, as, as uh, you guys have said in live audience chat, she really needs to put down Twitter because she basically came out and confirmed Jason Schreier's reporting that her initial uh, claims were basically false and, and misinformation that she was indeed uh, offered L- a lot more money. Lying by omission. Lying by omission, essentially, yeah. Uh, but even though she essentially admits that she lied by omission, she still decided to double down 
on asking for people to boycott the game, calling uh, you know the, the the people of Platinum you know crooks and liars and whatever, and then she to to add insult to injury, she decides to post a list of charities that, that she wishes you would donate to instead of buying Bayonetta three. And surprise, surprise, the list of charities uh, includes anti-abortion charities, anti-LGBTQ plus charities, all sorts of shitty stuff like that. So, uh, Steve, you were saying that uh, in basically due to this tweet, you decided to buy a copy yes. of Bayo 3 outright, right? I, I saw um, I, I didn't think the situation could get worse after she confirmed basically Schreier's reporting, as Derek mentioned. I was like, yeah. that's a pretty bad look, but, you know, okay, we'll just button this one up and call it done and over with. And yeah. I I was uh, I was going through my usual doom scroll of Twitter this morning and saw her latest raft of tweets, and I saw people in the comments saying, like, yo, these charities. So I decided to click through them, and I was like, oh, man, this is like a rogues gallery of a bad of bad opinions all grouped yeah. together. <laughs> and so I was like, you no know what? I, I will... This will motivate a financial decision on my part. And I went to the eShop and I, I wish bought I had the money to 3. do that. <laughs> well, yeah. um, man, I, 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 I see GCM of Chaos in there uh, mentioned what they've said um, on uh, the, the, on our live audience saying the only good thing to come from this is awareness of voice actors being underpaid, except she really didn't. <laughs> she she raised awareness, yes, but in the worst way possible. That, that now, like, oh, I'm sure that 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 voice actor is lying. How can we trust them? It's ammunition for people against those exactly type of things. Yep. She screwed people over. Nothing good came of this. She yeah. made the cause terrible. And that's and that's the thing is it's you know we certainly as we said last week, voice actors being underpaid in games and anime is a problem. Her lying about it doesn't change that, but it sure does make the cause that much harder to advance. And everything mm -hmm. she did just screwed everything up for everybody, really. And and it was all so she could have her, you know, day in the sun, play the victim, or 15 minutes in the sun, I guess, play the victim. But I just, I don't understand the... I, I The end game. The like end game she, here. She yeah. admitted she lied work? by omission and then decided to double down on, on her original request for a boycott. And then spread, you know, the, the the information that she supports charities who support really bad shit. So I don't understand what her endgame was here, other than throwing away her voice acting career, because she certainly has done that. And yeah, uh, I like you, Steve. I, I haven't done it yet, but I I was kind of ambivalent on buying Bayonetta three. But I think because of exactly what you said, uh, you know, the fact that she has come out as you know supporting some really horrible views, I'm just gonna buy it straight up just to support the game and support the yeah. antithesis of everything she stands for. She's <laughs> apparently also a turf, which, you know, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So, yeah. But, yeah. By the way, Daniel, you weren't here last time. So what are your thoughts on this trash fire? <laughs> like, of course, when you first see what happens on Twitter, like her, her initial tweets about the claimed underpayments, um, the scary thing is that that's believable. Like, you can believe that the voice actors and actresses out there they can be paid very much under the amount that would be considered fair for for the kind of amount of work that they put into there um they, a lot of people don't really understand how how much goes into voice acting it's not just sit in a booth and say words a lot of it is a lot more than that um with with certain like with games and anime and that's kind of that, that sort of field you have to not only act 
as if you're doing these expressions, these exertions that, you know, an actual Hollywood actor would be at times physically doing themselves, but you have to act that, match your lip syncs to it, um, and, and, you know, just sell the expression of what you're doing there. It's, it's a lot, it can be a lot more difficult than doing live action at times. And I am fortunate to at least be associated with some voice actors that through social media, through when we have emblem con every year, we've been able to interview and talk to some of them. Um, they're all fantastic people, at least the ones that we've been associated with. And um, it's it's hard to see just how damaging this kind of proclamation can be. And the fact that it keeps getting worse, <laughs> it, she just keeps digging her hole deeper and deeper. And, and it just makes it harder for people within the voice acting community to, um, you know, make their case that, yeah, we, we deserve better in this field. I mean, they're not... Right. Hollywood not actors, obviously, but they still deserve a fair amount for the time and efforts that they put into this art. Uh, it's just, it's just they, like they artists, like people bring these voices, uh, these these characters to life. That's yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes such a difference when you play a game that has voice acting. When you take that out, especially in certain games like with Bayonetta, and yeah, it's it's a uh, it's just a shame to see where that all went from here on. And uh, the whole the whole process was terrible. Like from from the initial. Helena Taylor's the tweets to the way Camille handled it, which was the worst possible way. Yeah, anyone could have initially handled that. It just made the dumpster fire even even hotter from the start and get go. <laughs> even hotter, yeah. Oh god, but <sighs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I wish the best for my voice actor friends out there because I yeah. know a lot of amateurs and professional voice actors out there who are trying to the amateurs who are trying to get into the business. Um, getting those kind of fair rates is always something to fight for. I think there's still at least some good to come from having that conversation start and people getting out there like discussing what their payments are like to an extent and how 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 much it changes from person to person. It's such an, a fluctuation depending on where you're looking at. Oh, and, absolutely. And, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I agree that she shot she shined a light on a very real issue, and that's what made her claim believable. Uh, the problem is, like you said, everything about the aftermath of her doing that kind of muddied the waters and made it confusing. But yeah, I, I voice yeah. actors definitely deserve to be paid appropriately for the work they do. It's difficult work. Like you said, Daniel, and I, I hope that that, you know, it does start a broader conversation or, or a more public conversation about that, but absolutely. Did it have to be her? <laughs> did, <laughs> no. did it have to happen like this? <sighs> yeah. But to, uh, to discuss something really quick quick that's positive about a, a voice actor in Bayonetta 3, I just found this out through our live audience patron chat, but uh, Anna Brisbane, who voices Viola in Bayonetta 3, uh, put out a tweet uh, supporting or, or asking people to raise money for Trans Lifeline. So she's clearly a pretty cool person uh, yeah. relative to Helena Taylor being uh, a terrible person. What do, you, what do you know? There's a lot of cool voice actors out there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's kind there of a really nice uh, positive spin on this, and I think that's probably a good place to leave things for now. I mean, if, if things keep, if, if passes prologue, Helena Taylor will find some way to make this situation even worse for her that we can talk yeah. about next week. But uh, for now, I think that we're, we're I'm, I'm kind of done talking about her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. Um, so this leads me to our next story, which is something I wanted to talk about. And if you ever needed any sort of confirmation that I made today's thumb, I mean, I got to put Aya frickin' Brea front and center on a GBG cast thumb, which I never thought would be the case. I also uh, snuck Skullman in there because it's Halloween. It's spooky season. And I can do that. <laughs> but um, Square Enix have trademarked something called Symbiogenesis in Japan. Uh, and Symbiogenesis happens to be the basis for Parasite Eve's story. 
Uh, and just a just a quick uh, wiktionary definition here. Symbiogenesis is the merging of two separate organisms to form a single new organism, which indeed is the basis of the story for Parasite Eve. So that's where we're at. Maybe this is signaling the return of something Parasite Eve related, and it could be nothing. It might Mm -hmm. not be Parasite Eve at all, but I am crossing everything I have that this is signaling the the grand return of Parasite Eve. (laughs) I have no words to describe to you the disappointment you're going to be in for. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting yeah. it to be. Don't get me wrong. But... Oh, no. I firmly believe we're going to get something Parasite Eve related, oh, okay. but okay. I believe they're going to pull a Nosgoth on us and give us like an entry in a beloved franchise that is not even markedly like close to what we want. Yeah. They're going to be like, it's See, a free to play arena shooter on mobile. Yeah. <laughs> My hope is like a remake of the original. Oh. That's what I want more than anything. That's what I want. Space. Yeah. With Resident Evil, oh, like Resi- right. Resi- RE2, 3-4 graphics. You know, over Paris- over the shoulder camera. To- yeah. Yeah. I will say this, and this is something I thought at the time when I first saw this game. Uh, when I actually saw gameplay footage of Final Fantasy VII Remake for the very first time, like combat footage, I was like, this would work so damn well for Parasite Eve. Like, yep. it's so mm-hmm. close to the combat system they had in that game. So yeah. I was like, with yeah. some very minor tweaks, you could you could just take the remake engine and, oh, and totally. do Parasite Eve with it. it just yeah. just oh, imagine God. playing RE2 and then bringing up the thing, that, the same sort of system for uh, remake, and then to cast your you know, your magic abilities, oh, basically. Man. I can't uh, even it, deal it with how cool that would work be. work so, so well. And... I will say, if it does happen, you're welcome. Because last year, I, for my <laughs> Halloween stream, I streamed uh, Silent Hill 2, and we're getting a remake. Yeah. This year, I streamed <laughs> Parasite Eve. Nice. And immediately, this stuff comes up. So, again, if you want okay. some spooky games, apparently, whatever I play around Halloween, we're, we're good to go. Well, and that's nice. really the only thing that could have made that week of really cool survival horror announcements even better. I mean, we got that amazing Resident Evil 4 remake trailer. We got that great trailer for the Resident Evil 8 story DLC, three new Silent Hill games, and then on top of it all, the potential return. What if of what if this is the reason they brought Final Fantasy 7 remake back in house so that they could own the rights to the underlying engine and mechanics so that they could use what? it for other things? I wonder if it's if if they might go for the for the name Symbiogenesis or whatever just to try to get it away because like, I, I imagine Parasite Eve might be a bit of a rights nightmare at this point. I don't yeah, know. that's what I understand is there are you know issues with the rights, which is why they called the turd known as the third birthday the third birthday <laughs> instead of Parasite Eve three. Um, so yeah, I, I have to imagine that if they are bringing the Parasite Eve series back, it will be under a different name. Maybe it will just be Symbiogenesis. Who knows? Or as Steve was saying, maybe this is the ultimate monkey's paw situation where they're bringing Parasite Eve back, but it's going to be unrecognizable and something nobody wants. So, <laughs> Fourth birthday. By the yeah. way, Daniel, please tell me you've played Parasite Eve. All right. I won't tell you then. <laughs> Par- Dude, Parasite you Eve. should play Parasite you, you, Eve. It's, it's, it's honestly really short. You can beat it in under 10 hours. It's so oh, good. Okay. And it's, it's really fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I generally did not like, like, those types of games back in the day and I still played it and enjoyed the hell out so of it. It's, it. It really is like a, it transcends the tropes of the genre it's part of. That's the and reason, you know, like, I'm just, I'm not the biggest fan of said type of games. Honestly, I haven't played it. It's, it's honestly not that scary. There's a like some light body horror, but it's PS1 graphics, so it's not going to gross you out or anything. Like, there's oh, yeah. some like, yeah, like you get to see some animals transform and that's about the ickiest you'll get. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Otherwise, people are on fire. <laughs> and it's got a killer soundtrack. Yoko Shimomura really shows her range. I do know, yeah, I do know she did that. And so that's the she... other... Oh, sorry, Dana, go ahead. Oh, you're probably going to see what I was going to say. Yeah. Is she going to come back and compose for, for this? Would. Dude, if she, <laughs> with, like, if live she alive? pulled like, a Live Alive and came back and remastered the soundtrack for Parasite Eve, I don't... I, I might just melt. On, I don't know if I could... My brain could handle catch fire. Like, I just, I'd catch fire. I'd, I'd combust. Exactly. Um, yeah, that would be God. That's that. I think that's the best way this could end is if, if this does turn out to be a remake of Parasite Eve or maybe a reboot. Uh, I don't expect them to continue on with the story, you know, from the third birthday, because honestly, they shouldn't. The third birthday is a just ugh, the less said about that, the better. And of course, John being John, the, the first thing he did when I replied, when I uh, tweeted about this, just said the fourth birthday. I'm like, why are you like this, John? Why are you, why are you yeah, like this? Um, but yeah, if you haven't played uh, Parasite Eve, definitely do. And you know what? I'll be one of the lone voices to speak up in defense of Parasite Eve 2. It's not, not the kind of it. sequel that I would have expected. It's very Resident Evil-esque in terms of its tank controls. And it's just, it's it's kind of a weird sequel. And I didn't like it at first. But when I came back to it, I was like, you know what? This game's actually pretty good in its own weird way. Nowhere near as good as the first game. But I think Parasite Eve 2 is worth playing as well. It was my first time playing uh, a game with tank controls when I picked up the sequel and I bounced hard because I'm like, oh, this, oh, where's my first game? I like those controls better. And I just, I, yeah. I, I could probably go back to it now, but either right. way. So here's hoping there isn't too much more to say on this right now. Uh, this just served as a great reason for me to put Aya on a thumbnail and uh you know talk about my love of Paris that's for a not while. finding a, a able being able to find a not pinup pose of her I know right yeah, I wasn't going to use that and I wasn't going to use any art from the third birthday because again I have a personal vendetta against that game but uh yeah I I really hope this is Parasite related and I really hope it's something that we will all actually want to play uh but we'll see time will tell uh for now though let's read out a few more super chats shall we Let's see here. Sounds good. Next up, we've got Floxcat. Floxcat, yes, with $10. Thank you, Floxcat. Nice seeing your name again, by the way. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, just got done playing Super Smash Brothers Melee and finally unlocked Pichu. I still have a lot of ground to cover. However, I will say I'm enjoying my first time with Melee. Still doesn't beat Brawl, though. Ooh. Well, nice. I didn't, yeah, didn't realize this is your first time playing Melee, but uh, Melee's a great yeah. game. I, I do prefer yeah. Brawl as well, but Melee's a great game. And uh, I have very fond memories of unlocking all the characters and stages in Melee for sure. And I played a ton I, of it. I remember how when I found out how you unlock Mewtwo and I just left my system on all night. <laughs> oh, right. I think I did the yep. same thing. Yep, same thing. God, it's um, such a different like universe back then when you're playing these games and you don't have the internet to tell you how to unlock every single character. So you just unlock everyone naturally. That was mm -hmm. such a, a cool yeah. thing to like see characters like who the heck is Mr. Game and Watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that because I who's, had a Game and Watch as a kid. So I was like, Mark? oh, who's I was like, holy crap, Mr. Game and Watch. Yeah, yeah, that's um, so cool. I do appreciate your little bit of brawl love there, though, Floxcat. You know, the people love to talk about how terrible brawl apparently was these days. I loved it. Always loved brawl. Played a ton of it with my friends. So I appreciate that you also love brawl. Uh, next is uh, Rec BCQ with five dollars. Thank you, Rec. Uh, I've been doing so much drawing and writing lately, and I've been enjoying it a lot. It's odd, though, since that means I haven't been playing games. Well, sometimes you just need to take a break, right? Yeah. yeah. We all, Keep I'm exactly sure, have taken breaks going. from games I, before. And, yeah. I will be the first to admit that after, like, a, a review where I've been, like, knee-deep in a game for a while or a video that, like, focuses around a game, I don't want to play games for a while. I just uh, want to watch TV or, or catch up yeah. on other things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to look at Pokemon cards for a pretty long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Keep them in your in your in your in your binders right now, please. <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, five New Zealand dollars from Mario Eight A. Nice to see your name as well, Mario. Thank you. Uh, have you guys watched The Big Bang Theory? And who is your favorite character? That show is not PC at all nowadays. LOL. <sighs> I so- have not oh. watched it. I remember seeing a clip on Twitter of it where it's just a list of references and. Then the guy at the end screamed, where's the joke? And I'm like, yeah, it feels like it sums up that show pretty well. It, it's funny you asked specifically about the Big Bang Theory because I, I one of my recent tweets about it actually blew up because I was just very I, – I tweeted, I don't get how anybody watches this show and finds it funny. It is – it's just – it's so bad. And it's just – it is like the lowest hanging fruit in terms of nerd humor. It's just – it's mm. so unfunny. And as you can tell, I, I – can't stand the big bang theory i've watched a few episodes every single episode i thought was god awful and i couldn't name a favorite character because maybe i don't even know her name penny is it she's like the least annoying the the girl yeah the girl yeah Yeah. she's probably the least annoying out of everybody but i can't stand the big bang theory oh my god i I, I, oh go ahead there no no you go ahead i was gonna say i'm i'm with all y'all i hate that show man like I can't tell you the number of times that like some boomer would come up to me when that show was hot and be like, Oh man, Steve would totally like these guys. They'd be like friends. And I'm uh-huh. like, shut yeah. up. He's like, <laughs> I no. hate everything about you it's... now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like reference, laugh for six seconds, La- reference, laugh for six seconds. And it's not a joke. It's just, this thing exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, I guess it's just, it's nerd humor for people who don't, who like making fun oh, of nerds, for boomers. I guess. For boomers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Pretty it's much. so unfunny, yeah. So I could I could talk forever about how bad I think the Big Bang Theory is, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So, But thank you for <laughs> uh, for that super chat. Uh, all right, next up is uh, RecPCQ is back with five more dollars. Thank you very much. After seeing Grievers reveal, it made me want a slice-of-life comic strip about an old man that has a Fido and Grievers as pets. Well, we will, we'll be talking about Grievers pretty soon. Um, because that was, that was like the Pokemon reveal of the week. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm loving the whole gen nine gen nine's focus on dog Pokemon is great for me. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. Last super chat for now is our good friend, Aramis Baramis with $50. Always so incredibly generous. Thank you. Aramis Baramis saying, Hey, GBG crew, enjoy the cast. Well, we certainly are. And we always do. We get to hang out with all of you. So thank you very much. Uh, so speaking of Pokemon, that was one of the other things we were going to talk about. I slapped him front and center on the thumbnail. Reaver, yeah. the ghost dog Pokemon, who is absolutely adorable. Um, if, if you don't know what you're looking for, he just looks like a candle, like a, the candle sticking up out of the, gra- out of the ground. Um, but it's, as ever, really, the, this is one of those Pokedex entries that has a darker side to it, too, because it What's is so affectionate. <laughs> it's, it's a ghost dog. Yeah, it's, it's the ghost dog Pokemon. And it is so affectionate that paying it any attention will make it so happy that it'll follow you wherever you go. However, it will also slowly and inadvertently absorb the life force of those around it, which is just so sad. Oh no! He's so cute and cuddly, but he just but he kills you just by being around well, that, you. That, that, that's just like beware. It gives good hugs, but it also crushes you to death. <laughs> yeah, crush your no, bones. <laughs> no biggie. And I still I still love that this continues to be a world in which you know kids are basically kicked out of their homes at ten years old to go catch these things, and they're also <laughs> lethal. They're all so incredibly lethal, and Listen, uh, but no, I, I love this. Uh, I love this guy's design, and it's just one more sign that I'm really excited about where they're going with Gen Nine. Like I said, I've been a lapsed Pokemon fan for a couple generations now, but I'm ready to jump back in. I really just need them to to 
give us another Pikachu evolution. Like, if they're going to keep foisting Pikachu on us, at least make him uh-huh. change. <laughs> like, I mean, they got the we got that Raichu regional variant. That was, that was nice to see Raichu true. get, did get a Raichu. That's true. That's true. I, I, yeah, need a, uh, I need a third evolution for Pikachu. I need, need Goro, too, man. Need oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Original variant of Pikachu. That'd be interesting. I wonder if we'll get a uh, a new version of Eevee this generation. A I new think evolution. it's about probably time. It feels probably. like it is, because the last new one was Gen 6, right? Sylveon? Sylveon, yeah. 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 So yeah. it feels like it's time for a, for a new iteration of Eevee. I'd love to see one. Uh, also, really quick to answer your question, uh, very quickly, Philip M. in our YouTube chat, does does Good Vibes Gaming notice this live chat? Yes, we do. We just can't answer everyone's questions because we've got a lot of super chats and, of course, news to discuss. But we do see and monitor the live chat uh, on YouTube. So just to answer mm-hmm. your question. Um, the one thing I will say, though, about this era of Pokemon is I'm not really feeling the style of reveals they're doing. They're just, like, dropping a minute long trailer at six in the morning every week just to reveal like a single new Pokemon. And I kind of miss the, the more, the grander Pokemon presents style of reveals. What about you guys? I'm, I'm <sighs> torn on those, honestly, because I've found that like at the initial reveal, like the setting is really what makes me decide whether or not I'm going to purchase the game. Sure. And beyond that, I, I kind of stop caring. Like I don't need a ton of information. I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to, okay. Like open world Spain themed Pokemon game. That sounds cool. I will buy that. And, and that's all like, but I don't get hyped the same way others do for these announcements. Like I know we have tons of fans who, who really, really like, are waiting on pins and needles for more information. So I don't begrudge them that opportunity, but I personally don't really care a whole lot about these announcements as they come out. Sure. It's one of those things. It's like, you don't get excited for them. It's just cool to see them. It's it's, I don't wake up early. It's just like, Oh, neat. I like that. And then kind of move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't get any kind of, there's not any kind of huge reveal, which is fine. Honestly, it's almost better in a way because we don't, really know that much we don't know all the gym leaders we don't know the setup there's a lot of mystery here it's a nice surprise and that's the difference i'd rather have these this slow drip drip feed of a feed of minor things compared to here's the game because i distinctly remember from i think it was uh it was sun and moon and it was like they're still trying to get people into the game and just showing as much as they can about it and they revealed the whole return of red and blue Mm-hmm. As like su- as super bosses, and I'm like, no, that would have been awesome to see for yourself. Like, yeah, I would have discovered like, that. And yeah. how could you don't. do that? So I'd much rather have this drip feed where they sure don't show as much. And I see a couple yeah. of people asking. Oh, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, keep it like closer to your chest. Not you don't need to show us every. You don't need to show us the post game before right. the game even comes out. That's that just kind of defeats some of the the hype that you can get while you're playing it in universe. Seeing red and blue in the game older than before that would have been really cool it was, I know. it's like it's like one of those things where in pokemon gold you actually fight red at the very end on top of mount silver and you're like oh my god it's <laughs> yeah it's, yeah. it's that the whole thing comes back around and and of course i even back then i never knew that was going to be a thing and, and just discovering that sort of stuff on your own it's so much more exciting to see it organically and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've just been exhausted for the kind of reveals that they've been doing lately on social media. Like, yeah, when it's set up as a present as, as a as a proper presentation for Pokemon presents, it feels more exciting. It feels more like 
uh, we're getting something that's substantial, yeah. um, like arguably substantial, depending on what you're looking for. But yeah, when it's just like small little snippets and just like, oh yeah, that's that's cool. Is it a hummingbird Pokemon yet? No. Okay, I'm moving on. I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, Becca brings up a good point in our live audience chat, saying uh, she thinks they're doing it to to market to the younger gamers who love short form content. Could possibly be. I hadn't thought about it from that angle. But yeah, I I, I do. I'm glad they're they're playing things close to their chest because yeah, agreed. The red and blue reveal, like why that would have been so much cooler to discover in game. Like imagine back during the Gen two days if they had revealed. Kanto and a trailer like that would have been so it just would have would, would have just been such a bummer to find out through a trailer Derek, he's just out he's like nope I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. how dare you put Screw that thought in my space right now exactly um <laughs> yeah so yeah it sounds like we can all agree that we're pretty yeah. excited for gen 9 though yeah i i do want to say though i agree with becca in terms of younger audiences like i was talking to john about this the other day uh, I used to go through my Nintendo powers and like literally clip out screenshots of games that I was super hyped for. Like I had, nice. and I keep them like in a folder, which was the dumbest thing I could possibly <laughs> do. But I was just so excited for these games. I wanted to like thumb through the screenshots literally without the rest of the magazine in the way. Um, and so like, and I think about that, that's like a very childlike thing to do. Uh, and I imagine that children now that are like into Pokemon are probably loving these little like bite-sized announcements, like you said. Yeah. That they're yeah, probably so, watching too. these and replaying them and showing them to their friends. With Nintendo, I'm sure there's some kind of data where they're like, this is going to traffic with children very well. Like every kid is going to know about Pokemon Gen 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's, it's not, and I see, I saw some people asking me, well, would you rather have a 24 hour live stream of the forest? No, there's a middle ground. That sucked too. There's a middle ground here where I, was, I really no, like those Pokemon I mean, present style presentations. That was incredible. The thing is though, I think <laughs> I, about, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Oh no, no, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to go on a tangent with the forest. I was just going to say like, I, I think about Pokemon advertising the way I think about like seeing an ad for a car. Like I don't. I'm not the audience for these for these things. Like, I don't know, and I'm not, like, rich enough to know anybody who sees a commercial for a car, and they're like, yep, going to go buy that right now. Like, I'm mm -hmm. getting – I don't need to think about this at all. And I think about uh, those ads for Pokemon are, like, targeted towards people much younger than us because at our age, like, as adults with money that we – and budgets and all the boring crap that comes with being an adult – like, we already kind of know from the get-go, like, okay, I'm going to keep my eye on this game because I'll probably buy it, or this isn't my thing at all. I'm not going to worry about it, you know? So I think that yeah. this is definitely more to sway, like, younger people who might need to plan out their purchase a bit more. Sure. Yeah, I think, I know, I think you're probably right about that. And uh, has said Derek. So Derek has just returned. Perfect timing, man. You're back. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Cat was trying to get into the door, and our door is right next to Kai's door, and he's sleeping. Oh, so that no. scratching uh, can definitely wake him up, so I had to ta uh, get rid of her. <laughs> he had to <laughs> eat the cat. Of, I was just trying to ta like, coax her away to go away, and she tried to dash past me to get into the ha into the room, and she will eat cords, so I oh, cannot no. let her in this yeah. room. Oh, no. Um, so I... <laughs> Dear I locked her up her. in the dog cage because there, no, there was no alternative. She kept trying to get past me. <laughs> Derek Yeatner. You're now known as Derek Yeatner, says Squire. To, to be fair, yeah, I go. have heard that if you yeet a cat on Twitch, there will be a controversy followed by wild success. Wow. Oh, well, okay. Um, no, we, we thought you were offended, Derek, by my talking about the idea of Kanto being revealed in a trailer back in Gen 2, the way they 
ruined oh, red and blue. No, I didn't even hear you say <laughs> that. I had yeah. to take off before that because I was like, oh, I'm not letting this this cat wake up Kai. Right, right. <laughs> well, you came back just in time to chat about our last story of the day, uh, which is Sonic Prime. Got a trailer, got character posters, and a release date of December 15th. And uh, we're obviously going to be talking about a lot of Sonic in the coming weeks because of Sonic Frontiers. Ooh. But uh, today it's Sonic Prime News Day. And we did all watch the trailer. And uh, guys, how are we feeling about this? Um, it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah, I think pretty so. Good. I like the idea of alternate universe versions of of Sonic's friends that he meets. Like, I, I like the idea of that, and I think it could, you know, offer up some unique possibilities for storytelling in the Sonic universe that we haven't really seen a lot of so far. And uh, the one thing, though, that's kind of thrown me, and I'm sure I'll get used to it, I'm sure he's a great actor, but the voice actor for Eggman in this particular incarnation is How not doing it for you me yet. How dare you besmirch the name of Brian Drummond, you cad. <laughs> I, like I said, great actor, I'm sure. I'm not calling his talent into question. The original Vegeta. I know, I know. Man. He's he's a he's a wonderful actor. He honestly and I'm sounds sure fine. He has the gravelly voice. He he's fine. He sounds fine to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 so I had no issue with that. it when I watched. Okay, so that that was the thing that that stood stood out to me and my wife it was like, it sounds a little strange, but I'm sure I'll get used it's to it. It's also been of... only Mike Pollock for decades now. Right, right. and <laughs> I think that's just been... what it is. Yeah, I think we've been so used to hearing Mike Pollock as Eggman that he just has you you can't imagine any other voice coming out of that man i think that's what it is for me for it's so just long. like exactly but, i see eggman and i expect to hear a certain voice and i'm not hearing that voice but i just have to warm up to it I'm not saying he's yeah. bad I'm not saying it's uh, terrible nothing like but, that but i will say um um devin mack is doing a fantastic job as sonic i, I feel like I'm, I'm i feel like i'm listening to adventure sonic again when he talks like that higher pitch that tone it, it brings back it brings a good vibe to him and I, I i really like that voice for sonic as far as what we've heard so far do we Agreed. know if we're getting all the episodes at once in december when it launches Probably. or are they doing weekly like i hope so i hope I so a, i think it's a master i feel like netflix would do that yeah or maybe they'll do it in clumps like the first you know four and then the next four yeah i've just noticed that lately netflix has been experimenting with like some of their shows they'll release one episode a week and some of them they just drop the whole season at once uh, mm -hmm. And I hope for something like Sonic because it comes out when a lot of people are going to be like taking holiday vacations and stuff. And I will be. I really want to be able to sit down and just watch the whole thing and not wait like eight yeah. to ten weeks to see all of it. That's that's one thing I really love about Cobra Kai. One of my favorite shows ever is that they do just drop the whole season at once so I can just absolutely devour it as soon that's as it nice. comes out. <laughs> and it's it's nice not having to wait for new episodes to to come out each week. So I hope they do the same thing. I, I agree with you, Steve. That would be the ideal uh, format for them to release the episodes in, I think. But either way, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's, it seems like I get kind of a boomish vibe from the designs, but same. much better than Boom. Much better than Boom's designs. Yeah, yeah I think though, the, the art style and the animation quality are very similar to Sonic right. Boom. But the designs are infinitely better. Yeah. Yeah. Also interesting that they just decided to have Rouge as the second female character main character right and i, lo I love her new outfit too yeah. she looks really cool i love her new outfit um but i will say prime does have some big shoes to fill because even though boom's designs weren't great boom as a show was phenomenal and not enough people talk about how great that show was yeah the game sucked or we're just middling fine but the show was fantastic Writing. it could be very funny yeah this is definitely going more adventure 
Yeah, I think it's going to be less funny and more adventurous and maybe a little bit darker. Mm. But uh, I'm here for it. You know, it's it's more Sonic. We all love Sonic, and uh, yeah, I'm loving the animation quality. Yeah. Hell yeah. So December 15th, I believe, uh, I don't know exactly when they're coming, but I think uh, an- another batch of Cuphead show episodes are also coming pretty soon. Maybe mm. next month in November. Man, I did not Ooh. latch on to Cuphead. I, I thought know, it was... I, I've never watched it. So. I it was either. well animated, but it didn't click for me. Like, it, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. Something about it. I was looking forward to it, and I watched the first couple episodes, and I didn't, I just couldn't stick with it for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Let me know when Castlevania comes out again. Yeah, oh, dude. Sure. I can't wait for that sequel Looking series, forward. man. I cannot wait. God, the anime was so good. Season mm-hmm. three was a bit eh, but the rest of it was so good. Uh, all right. Well, that is pretty much the news uh, for the week. Uh, let's read out a couple more uh, Super Chats, and then we will get on to our patron topics for the week. Uh, first, we've got five dogs from Son of a Fish. Thank you, son of a bitch. Been watching GVG Cast since the beginning and finally became a patron because I love this channel Aww. so much. Love the videos oh, and good vibes all around. Well, thank you so much. That it's so yeah. nice to hear. Thank you for the kind words and the super chat and for joining our Patreon. It'll be great to see you around the community. Thank you. Uh, next up is our good friend back again, RecPCQ with five more dollars. Thank you. As someone who just graduated from theater school with aspirations to voice act, this situation makes me really sad. I worry for I worry for what will come next. Referring, of course, to Bayonetta three. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, the worst of the situation is at least in terms of Bayonetta three behind us. But yes, the overall endemic problem of voice actors being underpaid does continue and probably will continue for some time, unfortunately. But we can always we can we can always hope things will get better. Uh, yeah. Oh, we haven't seen this name in a while. I love this name. A drink to the past with five dollars. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, can't stay long traveling to play bagpipes in Pennsylvania, so I'll catch the VOD later. As long as I'm here, what's your favorite kind of taco? Oh, man. Ooh. All of them, but especially, uh, particularly Al Pastor street tacos. Straight up for me. Just mm, the, the, the Al Pastor with the pineapple. You got that sweet and savory combination. Uh, and with onions and cilantro, I, too. It's just said pineapple. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the best, man. Uh, it's the best. Why? No. It's the best. Uh, Pineapple. I don't and have meat. those type of fancy Ooh. pineapples out here. I'm just fine with a nice <laughs> classic, pi- a, a nice fancy, a nice classic taco. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. Like, that's all I need. I'm happy. Like asada or a chicken or or. No, just beef. Okay, so yeah, like a beef taco. Okay, cool. Yeah, beef or chicken. Don't need to be yeah. fancy. It's just good. Sometimes the classic's a classic. Yeah, I like For all sure. tacos, but yeah, you you get me. I, I my favorite taco place is like a taco truck about a mile away from my apartment called uh, El uh, El Flame and Taco, and they do these Al Pastor street tacos that are just they, the, the the pork comes right off the skillet. They put a little shaving of pineapple on there, onion, cilantro, salsa verde. It just melts into your mouth, and it's so good. Oh, by, I might even get them the, tonight, actually. By the way, Ash, I hate you so much. But. You want to? Do you want to scar yourself as far, if, since you're such a have such a love for this? Um, look up Great British British Baking Shows Mexican Week. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> do you want to see a British no. take on Mexican food and have them attempt to pronounce Mexican dishes? Oh no! We should okay. have John on and there. have him do it. I, <laughs> I have not had a chance to watch the episode, but I but I've seen clips and it's like, oh my god. They they recently made a oh my god they recently tried to make a um, s'more and what they did to that Paul Hollywood's version of a s'more is Wait, ridiculous. Am I am that I being asked in the live horrible. audience if I've tried an Al Pastor taco? Because yes, I was born in Los Angeles. I've tried them many <laughs> times, and pineapple is disgusting. No like, man, you're 
<laughs> well, yeah. we'll just have to agree to disagree, I guess. I But I also love pineapples on pizza. I like Hawaiian pizza. So. I, I like that as well. How can you, you know, be so good a person and so good. wrong? I feel bad for pineapples right now. <laughs> oh. I know. What did pineapples ever do to you, Steve? Pineapples are perfect. I still like them on the food. They but... existed. Um, oh, man. I, I also... Like yeah. As as a fellow taco enthusiast, I just have to say we got to throw some love out for birria tacos, which are oh hell yeah, uh, it's a like new, yeah shredded beef like and, and cheese. It, it's so good. It's like what the American version of a taco is modeled after, but it's mm -hmm. infinitely better. We actually just had a birria taco truck open up right across the street from us, oh, and God, it's dude. so good. Birria I'm gonna go visit delicious. you just to eat that. I'm I'm oh, actually yeah, gonna be in your neck yeah. of the woods in mid-november so i may oh, try okay. to swing by your house on the way back oh yeah let's do it we'll, we'll party it up uh all right flox cat is back thank you very much flox cat with 15 dollars uh first the harry potter author and now bayonetta's original voice actor seriously i wish people could stop trying to destroy people who are L lgbtq plus seriously it's really it really hurts me as i'm bisexual and all i can say to that is i'm sorry and i agree with you yeah yeah fuck those people yeah. and fuck anybody who wants to Hurt the LGBTQ plus community, and mm -hmm. we absolutely stand in solidarity with you. So, completely agree with everything you said. And one more super chat for now from Shadow Moape. Thank you very much. Always lovely to see your name in chat. Five dollars. Thank you. Remake one, remake two. Let's fear hunter stream. Let's fear hunter stream live, burning the third birthday while roasting weenies. All I ask is party members, please. So, talking of course about Parasite Eve, and yeah, remake the first two games, burn the third birthday couldn't agree more i don't know about party members though i mean there are party members who could join aya but i don't know if i'd want them to nah she's better as a lone wolf yeah she she's super capable on her own and plus though you know i think the horror vibe is kind of ratcheted up when you when it's just her if you have like a whole team i feel like it's maybe not quite as scary so that i might disagree with you on but uh yeah oh frequent positor on good idea and our live audience chat patreon goal to make steve eat hawaiian pizza I love it. Listen, listen, for a Patreon goal, <laughs> I will do that with a smile on my face or probably with bile in my mouth. But Would you would you eat uh, pineapple pizza t adorned with Al Pastor tacos, which also have pineapple? Dude, I mean, for for the good of the team. Yeah, I'll, I'll nice. do that. Nice. Like, I'll take one for the team. Are you kidding me? Go, go. You know what? If if we hit, what are we at now? Forty seven hundred. Yeah. Forty seven, forty eight. Yeah. If we if we hit uh 5k in tomorrow's stream on the next episode of gbg cast <laughs> i will i will eat pineapple on pizza nice live during God, the I, show. Have to, I have to add that to the thing now thanks a lot steve <laughs> no it, <laughs> no no you don't need to add that no no no, no. So, i'm gonna like right now the thing is that's not even it's, it's disgusting it, it, it's not that bad it isn't man no it, it's worse that's... than you oh mm-mm Ham and pineapple, pineapple oh, and so cheese. Why? Why? And it's you're. Good. I will admit. And cheese. I will I'm admit, literally like recoiling, thinking about putting that in my mouth. I will admit that that is that is one of the kinds of pizza that you can't. It, it's not nearly as good as a leftover. Like I would never want to go eat refrigerated Hawaiian pizza. That's that's eh. the kind of pizza that you eat when it's hot and piping hot and ready. You eat it right away and it's delicious. But yeah, it's oh, not. You're good one of those that eat cold pizza, Ash. Okay, I see. Not well, not on purpose, <laughs> but you know, oh, leftovers gosh, are leftovers, the... man. I don't want to be wasteful. Well, but yeah, yes, I have I... leftovers, but I also heat up the pizza again. Oh know? no, there's I usually that, do as well. Pizza setting, but there's and something about I don't know. There's something about pineapples being chilled yeah, and just a little dried out. Dried out. Ugh, see that I can't. I can't go there with you, man. Love Hawaiian pizza, nah, but not leftover fine. Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> <laughs> just too picky. 
Um, anyway. Of course, of course, cutie Caitlin, uh, zero down on eat it, eat it when it's piping hot. Of course you do, Caitlin. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of Patreon goals, we have reached that part of the show where we discuss topics suggested by our uh, our patrons and the producers here and above. And if you want to find out how to get in on that action, head on over to patreon.com slash gbgaming. But Daniel, since you have not been with us for about a month, man, why don't you go ahead and get us started? Okay, I just had to add Steve Eats Pineapple Pizza onto the... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see. So my, my question this week comes from Azran asking, since, this, since it's the last GVG cast before Halloween this year, I'm asking, what video game characters' face or silhouettes would make the for the best pumpkin carvings? Be sure to justify your answer. Um, I've made some weird ones in the past. Uh, one of the nicer ones I did was just Boo. It was really cool oh, to nice. do Boo yeah, yeah. As, a, as one, and it, and it lit up really well. Uh, the weirdest one I ever did, I kid you not, it was uh, Mr. Game & Watch doing a number 9, because that's the scariest thing ever. Don't, oh, don't even start with me. <laughs> getting a 9 and just getting hit by it, that's the scariest. So what else would you put that's on a pumpkin than the scariest thing in Smash Brothers in Game & Watch number 9? So that that's my <laughs> justification. I think Steve might put a uh, put a, an Alpastor taco with pineapple on his pumpkin, because that's the scariest now thing for will. him. Now he will. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be traumatized tomorrow. I am not an artistic person at all. I don't. I can't carve fancy pumpkins. Uh, so for me, it's going to be something really basic like Kirby, because pumpkins are round. Kirby's round. It works. It's easy. Something like that. And I actually have done a Kirby pumpkin before because my wife and I just love Kirby so much. Uh, so I think you know that to me lent uh, you know lends itself to pumpkin carving particularly well since they're both round. It's easy for someone like me who is not an artist or artistically uh, you know inclined. So yeah, some someone round like that, like Kirby, I think is a good one. See, I'm of the opinion that uh, it, this is mainly because of Amy, because she is very good at pumpkin carving, and uh, I think anything can be made into a good pumpkin. Um, I'm trying to feel. I know I took a picture of it, so I'm just trying to find it. She uh, she carved a pumpkin of death from Castlevania Symphony of the Night and it is amazing it's um it's so good i'm gonna see if i can Sounds find cool. it here yeah i'd love to see that. uh she did a great job and she's she's done like contests but, but back in the day and uh did really well with it um so yeah anything you want <laughs> that's my answer uh but death <laughs> in particular just because it's i've seen it done and it's awesome like i'm gonna try to find it here but go, go ahead steve so i was thinking about this i also lack artistic talent so i have no clue <laughs> what would be the uh, the right thing here? But I would choose um, to use a combination of paint and carving because I think supersonic would look really cool on a pumpkin. Aww. So, like, you carve out the yellow mm, parts yeah. of his body so that mm. the light can shine through and make him look like he's glowing, and then, like, paint his eyes and body on, onto the rest of the pumpkin. I want that now. Somebody make that, please. That's One of you that great. knows how to do stuff. <laughs> so um, maybe we'll do some really impressive ones because they can, like do shading by carving the pumpkin like halfway through and oh yeah oh yeah so it yeah, looks amy, really cool amy does that i'm just oh, I'm hoping oh, okay find yeah it. um i i've seen a few suggestions in our live audience chat of among us crewmates which yeah i feel like that would be that kind of goes back to what i was saying about kirby <laughs> kind of a I, like i feel like that would be a very like an easier one to do for someone like me it's just a kind of a, a less complicated design right not as round as kirby of course but in, in a broad sense, kind of a more like a simplistic design that I think would work pretty well for amateur pumpkin carvers such as myself. Oh, that's a good one, Wataniac. A smash ball. 
That's a Ooh, great that one. That is a good one. That is a good one. I love, and then the candle, the, the candle can make it flicker like the fiery logo. That's a really good idea. Love that one, Taniac. I saw uh, one uh, a while back too. Oh, well, I forgot who did it, but I remember I saw a really cool one where. Do you remember the stages in uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical Freeze where, or I guess either one where it's just like a, a pure solid color. It's like it's like a it's like an Apple ad, an old Apple ad, where it's like a pure solid silhouette, and you're traveling through with Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, and like oh, it's yeah. just like the front the front is just all orange, and the background is all like a light orange. Yeah, that was something I saw done to a, a pumpkin carving as well. It looked very natural. It was really cool. Nice. Just that sort of yeah. Just it's fun to do anything you can manage with two colors. You can get really creative with it. Right. Right. Well, you can get really creative with it because you are artistically well, inclined, man. I, I don't could know if do it so the much photoshops. Me. I don't know if I could do pumpkin carvings. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, to, to call out something Boltmouse X said in our YouTube chat, I would love to do this sometime. Imagine the GDG gang doing the TMNT Mikey Pizza Challenge. I would be so down for that. That'd be so, something really so gross actually, embarrassing we could do. So, so here's that thing, Ash. Here's the thing about, about that. I One of my ideas for a personal subathon, I guess we could make it as a, uh, if, if, if people enjoy this Halloween subathon, we could do another one in the future. And I was going to suggest uh, for myself playing through all the games in the Cowabunga collection because they're not long. No. And as we reach goals, we unleash the pizzas from Hell Michelangelo's yeah. collection. <laughs> Hit that goal, we eat that next pizza. I'm so in for that. I would love to do that. Oh, that would be so... That sounds oh, we'd like be... GI distress. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, it would. It would. <laughs> yeah. But I would be uh, so in for that. Also, Steve, these pictures you're posting of the Metroid pumpkins are fantastic. I know. Awesome. I saw. I just googled because somebody mentioned like that Nintendo posted a Samus pumpkin, and I just so I just googled Metroid pumpkin. I was like, holy crap, these are better than what Nintendo did. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, just, I love how the three pumpkins look like her, like the shoulder bits of her Varia suit. That's so cool. Oh, I know. So. For uh, reference on uh, some of the pizzas you can expect from um, <laughs> no. Michelangelo, uh, there's a tuna, peanut butter, and grape jelly pizza. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. What? Let's do it. Let's go. There's hot fudge and anchovies. Oh, there's I could chocolate muddle fudge, sardines, chili pepper, and whipped cream. Oh, uh, I don't think anybody would make those. You'd have to like get... Like no, a... no, you'd have to get the ingredients and put them yeah. on. Yeah, you you just get a pizza. plain cheese pizza and then put those ingredients on top oh, and my then God. have a bite. And then get a barf bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, peanut butter and clams. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, God. Marshmallow and pepperoni would be easy work. I, I, I... I... I did have like I my my own uh, birthday subathon. I had people like vote on a pizza from this because they just they they wanted me to have a pizza and they they wanted to have one of these. So I had them vote, and they were kind to me. They did a chocolate chip pizza. That's not bad. Oh, that's not oh, bad yeah. at all. You got off easy, man. Oh yeah, you yeah, were, yeah. I totally yeah, got mercy. off easy. Yeah. Oh, uh, whoa! That that uh, pumpkin sculpt Becca just posted is ridiculous. Wow, that's incredible. The heck. Wow um all right well as much as i would love to keep talking about pizzas i will always talk about pizzas we do have mm. some more patron topics to get to uh steve what uh, who's your topic this week from man all right my topic this week as i scroll to hide the fact that i don't have it on screen comes from uh <laughs> dark b andy uh who writes in a different direction on how the edge runner anime got people to play cyberpunk 2077 is there a game that's adapted from any media that you've played and then later got uh, later on got you into books, anime, movies, or whatever they originally came from. 
Back in the PS1 era, my dad got me a game called Top Gun Fire at Will. Besides being an average game, Top Gun has become a movie I watch. I watched as a kid over and over on VHS and possibly my guilty pleasure. FYI, I did watch Top Gun Maverick. And I actually have a good one for this. Um, when I was a little kid, my mom got me a game, uh, well, my brother and I a game for the Sega Master System called Zillion, the Triformation. And I spent the first 20 years of my life just enjoying that game at face value. I discovered in my early 20s that it was based on an, or, or rather that it was like, kind of like a cross media project where they made a game and an anime based on the game at the exact same time. Oh, cool. uh, so as an adult, I went back and watched the zillion anime and it's super <coughs> dope. Although it is rife with Sega master system marketing, which is terrible. Like yeah. he uses like the light phaser from the master system as his main weapon and stuff, but it's actually a pretty damn good anime. Uh, and it's really fun to watch as long as you don't mind like the obvious product placement. Right. Man, that's a good question. I, uh, ironically, we talked about Parasite Eve today, and I think that's really the only answer I have to this that you I can think book? of off the top of my head. Not the book, but I did uh, go back and watch the movie that is that was adapted from the book because oh, I was okay. so into the game. So I haven't read the book itself, but yeah, I did go back and watch the Japanese movie uh, that nice. was based on the and that and that was kind of a cool experience and def definitely different from the game, but definitely a fun experience in its own way. But I can't think of anything beyond Parasite Eve that that really applies to for me yeah i can't think of anything either yeah i'm trying to as well yeah i don't i don't think i can think of anything i mean i usually kind of got what no I, was, I usually got games based on stuff i was already watching right um hmm, hmm. i mean i guess you know, the, the reverse could apply to like persona 4 because like i loved persona 4 the game and then i you know i, I went back and watched the anime but Obviously, the game came first in this case, so it's kind of the reverse. But yeah, I think as you're asking the question, Andy, Parasite Eve is really the only thing I can think of. So, hmm. yeah, it's hard to even think no, of like I, not even Yu-Gi-Oh, not even Pokemon. I I was into the games first, right? Although I guess in a roundabout way, I guess Yu-Gi-Oh because I never played the game, card games until uh, recently, um, but. I guess Yu-Gi-Oh is the closest for me. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people that watched that show and then got into the cards mm -hmm. just because of that. But uh, yeah, it's hard to think of one. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I, I should have on the list, but a lot of them just were adapted from like its own media. Like like there's not like a lot of games that have books about it or, or movies, for example. So it's right. hard to say unless you're talking about like licensed stuff. Right. I did read oh. those old Resident Evil books <laughs> that they did, oh, they that nice. adaptation. Honestly, in retrospect, it was like, you tried, man. You did your best to try to adapt these things. <laughs> right. Come up with your own original OC, OG, OC character. There were some interesting things that Duncan Rampa did. Like, there were actual, like, side novels and stories that would help flesh out the world. Some of them were, you could unlock, when you beat some of the games, they would have, like, a, a the, one of those, um, it's, it's like a, a visual novel but there's it's just text and they mm -hmm. there's a lot of different books that you can read from that of course they had a couple anime series as well that might be the closest thing but otherwise i can't really think of much else that i've explored other media from just playing the game mm -hmm. right all right yeah, uh, I, I was never gifted like oh here's batman the video game oh what's batman yeah ex exactly <laughs> it was never that 
Uh, Jackson Dennis in our YouTube chat, I have no idea what you're talking about, saying, Ash, thanks for the nachos last night. It was such a lovely dinner. I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but you're welcome, I guess. I don't know what you even mean, but sure. Okay. Uh, Derek, you're up, man. Uh, mine comes from that alpha lion saying you guys probably saw that tweet that said drop a game that came out when you were 18. Uh, I'm going to take it one step oh, further man. and ask this, ask this, <laughs> drop a game you played that came out when you were six. Yes. Happy oh. fifth birthday to Mario Odyssey, which turned five years old yesterday by the time you're reading this. So yeah. Do we have um, to? So I looked up. <laughs> oh, so I was born in 1985. So I, 1991 is when I turned, um, Oh, I know what game you're going to choose. Yeah. Which, um, which game am I going to choose, uh, Steve? Is it is it Super Mario 3? No, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Damn! Oh okay. my god, Sonic came out in 91? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did Mario Brothers 3 yeah. come out? Oh, no. Super Castlevania 4 came out in, in 91. Uh, Mario 3. I think Mario World was out by the time, unless it was in U.S. That's the hard part. Is like it's it's. I so they, I had to search for it to look for my game. Uh, because my my sixth year was 1988, and Mario 3 came up on the list, and I was like, that was not out. No. When I when I was yeah. six, and that's because it released in Japan in 1988, okay. and ah. released in America in 1991. Oh, okay. I got it for Christmas the year I turned nine, which is why I was so confused. I was like, my parents didn't wait that long to get it for me because I was mm -hmm. up their butts about that game. I was like, <laughs> Mario 3, it's all I want. Please buy me Mario 3. And they're like, please shut up. Sonic because that's when I was like, that's why I bought a Sega because Sonic looks so cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I got so my ninth year on this earth was a great year for me because I got Sonic for my birthday that year. And I got I got Mario three for Christmas that year, and that was like oh, the God. best gaming year of my childhood. I I will say because unfortunately uh, Wikipedia doesn't have like a list of like what come out when because I was going to choose something after my birthday, so like after September just to go be a bit more yeah. specific, like actually with me being six, but also the year uh, does not have that. But I did stumble upon upon a game apparently called. Sex Olympics? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's go. Ooh. Hell, yeah, man. Let's so, go. 1991 was a hell of a year. <laughs> it sure was. It sure was for Olympics? some people. How do you medal in the Sex Olympics? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, man. I don't I even... Wanna... That's... Okay. I want to play this game. Same. Big same. Sounds like a oh good stream God. game. <laughs> this came out in 1991. I think it was on the Amiga. <laughs> Brad okay. Stallion 4 Sex Olympics. Okay, we're watching the ending of this game during the post show. So if you're I'm not in. in our if you're oh, not no. one of our patrons, you should join now. Yeah. Join uh, in the live audience tier and uh and join us for our post show right after GVG Gang. I want to know oh, who my. Brad Stallion is. <laughs> oh no. The plot synopsis, dear God. Uh oh. Lay it on us. I don't know if I can read it. Oh, really? That bad? Bro. Oh, my God. Right. The screenshots of this okay. game. Hold on. I'm yeah, going to post I, this. I, this has to be saved for the post show. Okay. Anyway, what else? What came out when you were six, Daniel? <laughs> uh, a much safer game than that. Um, when I was six, I we saw the release of Super Mario 64. Oh, okay. God. Oh, nice. Go, oh. go away. I know. I hate, yeah. I hate you for that. But it's I, it's but weird I to think that. I don't feel very young, but in in relative, it's all relative to your crew. So I guess I feel a little bit better about that I now. 
I wow, feel that was like... such a dig. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, no, don't worry about it. Uh, another <laughs> game was um, Revelations Persona. The first Persona game also came out the same year, so that's, oh, yeah. that's pretty fitting for me. Why did you have to be on the episode where we're talking about age? I'm going to oh. curl up in a ball even, and actually die. Pick, listen, I didn't even pick hey, this question. You can't I, put I, that I, on right. Another one for you, Ash. You'll like this one. Oh, no. Uh, Team NT Manhattan Project. Oh, yep. Okay. So there's a 90, some 90s, good 91 for you. Oh, anyway, crap, go the ahead. Rapper 96 was but well, that was my 91. So unfortunately, uh, the the answer Steve was going to give is the answer that does apply to me. So my sixth year was 1990, uh, but I'm not going to say Mario three because that actually came out before my birthday that year. So I'm actually going to do beyond brand and say Mega Man three. Uh, nope. Mega Man three oh, released okay. on November first, 1990 in the U.S. and that's after my birthday. So no, the, here's here's the part that sings. That was my guess at Derek's answer. <laughs> my answer is super mario 2 yeah i know yeah yeah just uh, uh. yeah uh, see i i could have said mega man 4 ash because yeah right right <laughs> 91 <laughs> I was a pretty decent year looking at, at the releases <laughs> that's when street fighter 2 hit the arcades that's streets of rage sonic, sonic 1990 guys. also had uh the nes version of tmnt the arcade game at the, at the end of the year. So that was also a 1990 oh, yeah. game. Yeah. Metroid 2 Return of Samus came out in 91. Oh, Damn, wow. I had a good year for 90, for my sixth year. Wish I knew about most of these games because I, I didn't know. I didn't have any gaming magazines. I didn't know what the hell to buy. I mean, I, I really, I mean, we all lose if we don't have sex Olympics in our answer because that's I me. Mean, that's easy, the easy best Obvi answer. Obviously, the thing we were all I mean, playing at sex. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think that that speaks really well to the quality of our parents that we didn't know about that game. <laughs> that's yeah. probably, yeah, true. Hey, son, are you winning? Uh, <laughs> I bought you that. At least, at least yeah. you didn't have anybody here who would, like, would answer something like Mario Galaxy because there are people like that now, and I'm just like, stop oh, there it. Is. Stop it. Well, here we go. Oh. Bolt, Bolt Mouse. 2004, I was six when Thousand Year Door came out. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no. Uh, God. Okay. I think it's, there's there's never been a better time to move on to the next topic, uh, which is uh, mine this, this week. It's from Young Ben Kenobi. Thank you, Ben. Uh, which game slash series that you enjoy now do you feel like you relate to slash wish you'd gotten into earlier? For example, I only got into Final Fantasy in 2020, but wish I discovered it much earlier in my gaming life. And uh, for me, I think that's got to be Yakuza. I'm sure there are multiple answers, but the one that comes to my mind right now is Yakuza because I loved Like a Dragon, and I know that I would love the other games, most of the other games in the series too in general, but the prospect of going back and playing through the franchise as an adult with very little free time because of how beefy those games are, it's just not something I feel like I can realistically do. So I wish I discovered the series earlier in life so I could have played them as they were released and really enjoyed the series in a gradual sense and not face down the idea of playing through six giant games at least to really enjoy it now so i think yakuza is probably my big answer for that hmm. um i think I, I i yakuza is definitely a candidate for me mm -hmm. but for whatever reason um three three rpgs come to my mind uh, it's rpg series beyond final fantasy it's like man, i was so into rpgs and i barely played any of these uh east mm. the tales of the east series the tales of series and the legend of heroes series i feel ah, like those yeah. would be pretty interesting because they're just so ubiquitous now so much bigger <sighs> mm -hmm. i know daniel i'm sorry <laughs> actually well tales of course you should be ashamed of yourself but also i was gonna say legend of heroes for my answer because oh sorry i took oh, three okay. i shouldn't have done that but go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Dude, no, it's fine. Go ahead, here, please. <laughs> no, no, that's all. I, that's all I got. I just I hear everybody talk about it nowadays, and it's just like, yeah. 
because cool. it's like Trails in the Sky has like its its trilogy, and then there's like Trails of Cold Steel also has its like quadrilogy, and then there's yeah. the Legend of these mid Tra Trails of Azure, Trails of Zero, Yeast versus Trails of Sky. I don't know what the hell that's about. Uh, there's so <laughs> yeah. many in this series, and and they are all I've I've heard from people who play the game. Uh, they're very long series or uh, games yeah. each, and I don't Massive. know how I'm gonna ever manage to do that. Yeah, those are all good answers. Legend of Heroes applies to me as well. And and East kind of does as well. I've only played East 8, but I loved it. I loved it. And I'd love to go back and play the other games, but I just mm. went. Am I going to do that? Same with the Yakuza, right? So what about you, Steve? See, I, I don't actually regret uh, when, I, when I'm when i late to a series. Sometimes I, I really enjoy that fact because then yeah. I – it's like – you know how people are like, oh, man, like, I wish I could replay Chrono Trigger. Like, I, I wish I could forget Chrono Trigger and play it again for the first time. Um, and, and in a way, like, I'm appreciative when I have that opportunity. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, this series is really good. Um, but I will say the one time in my life that I regretted not getting into a series sooner was uh, f literally the same example as the question of Final Fantasy. I oh, was I was a ban a Final Fantasy VII bandwagoner, so like I hopped on and I was like, Final Fantasy kicks <laughs> ass, man! One of my favorite series, and the, and I had not played any other games, so <laughs> I I went. Back I mean, that's I, where I started, so I didn't feel bad about that because that's literally what got me into RPGs. Same, same. <laughs> like I mean, I had played Chrono Trigger and enjoyed that before seven, so I knew I liked RPGs, but um, yeah, I definitely wish that I had been like not ignoring all the all the. Nintendo Power articles about Final Fantasy VI, and and actually picked it up and played it. Uh, I've I've since remedied that, and it's a fantastic game, and in many ways better than seven. Um, but yeah, I had I'm like, how can there be six other games in this awesome series that I haven't played yet? I'm an idiot. Uh huh. Uh, I have curiosity. Which which Tales games have you played, Derek? Only Tales of Symphonia. I've oh, okay. I own I own Vesperia Definitive. I own oh gosh I gotta find them here. I own the Tales of Symphonia Chronicles and Tales of Zillia. But I think that's it. And those oh, both PS3 Tales games. And I did pick up uh, uh, the, the Rise, but I haven't played it yet. <laughs> so they're all just waiting there for you to get. To yeah, get I, I can get uh -huh. into a few Tales games. I even have um oh, what's it called the. Uh, the one that's where you you play as Chopin. Oh, oh Eternal Sonata. Sonata. That game's Eternal wild, Sonata. man. That yeah, I have a, that. That game's a trip. Very beautiful. <laughs> really, yeah. It also, I think Eternal Sonata still to this day has maybe the longest death scene, like the longest death cut scene I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I, you know I what know I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like 45 like, minutes or something? Aren't shit? you dead yet? Yeah, Wait, 45 minutes dead. to die? What the hell? It's pretty ridiculous. I don't know how of, long it actually is. Maybe it's like There's a lot of like flashbacks and yeah. cut scenes in between. I'm just like, oh, please. This, this is longer than an actual dying. symphony. Stop yeah. it. This <laughs> character's dying for what seems like forever. And it's just like the the whole like, you know, they're dying and lying on the floor and last words. So, uh, uh, and then they yeah. just keep going. Somehow they but, keep on going. For those not aware, uh, Eternal Sonata, you play as the re very real Frederick Chopin, who on his deathbed, because he historically did die young, dreams of anime. <laughs> the <laughs> world like, of music. It's so good. I've... I'm teasing. I, I, I've humored the idea of doing a video because it's such a, a wild. Video. It's such a wild concept, yeah. and and the fact that it's done by studios that have done have worked on the Tales of series, it, it's so interesting and just a. It's a trip. <laughs> That's for sure. 
I mean, honestly, of, of all the things I could dream about on my deathbed, anime is really up there. I'd love to be if I'm if I'm dreaming of something. Chopin got himself I'm some waifus before he died. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. <laughs> oh man, that brings Eternal Sonata. Just hearing that game title brings me back. I really liked it at the time. It's it's anime as hell. That's for sure. I want to. I, I eventually. I got a hell of a backlog. I could stop buying games right now, and I'd still be set for twenty oh, years. Same. Oh, excellent sure. soundtrack too, which you'd hope, considering it's based on Chopin. But yeah, it had an excellent soundtrack as well. Great game. But uh, well, that does bring us to the end of our patron topics for the week. That was a really fun spread of questions. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, and once again, yeah. if you do want to suggest topics for us to discuss on future GVG casts, just head on over head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming and join the producer tier. And uh, you can suggest topics for us to discuss every week. With that said, that does bring us to almost to the end of the show. We do have a few more Super Chats to read out that I am... Uh, trying to mask the fact that I'm looking for them right now. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've got, oh man, Guillerme Rovita. I hope I said that right. I apologize if I didn't, but thank you. Guillerme Rovita with $5. Thank you. Purchase Star Ocean The Divine Force today. Playing on my PS5 and I'm really enjoying it. Maybe more than Tales of Arise. Are, are any of wow. you playing it soon? Um, not real, not this such. I'm not a big Star Ocean guy. I like two and three back in the day, but only like them i'm not like a big star ocean fan i, I hear it's I a know. bit more of a throwback to star, star ocean 2 i've heard that as well so which is probably good i the only i heard good things back in the ps1 era about star ocean 2 same uh and then i was like i wasn't able to pick it up but then i was like oh here's star ocean oh god what was the one with the fate line god Oh, uh, like that's, that's Star Ocean till the end of time. The third till the end of time, like yeah. this sucks. <laughs> I, didn't, I I, I sold like it. it. I was okay. like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't take it. Yeah, I don't really have any plans. I mean, there's too many other games that are high so for me. I mean, I'm still working on Xenoblade Three. Sonic Frontiers is coming soon. Ooh, I want to play, you know, Ooh, yeah. Five Royal. I like, you know, there's just so much other stuff that I'd rather play that are higher priority for me. So, but I'm glad sure. you're enjoying it for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually yeah. got a code for it today from my pals oh. at Microsoft. So I am going to check it out. Oh. Oh, but nice. it's like, you know, they, they were like, hey, you want to see Star Ocean? I was like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next is Gold Pac-Man 135 with $2. Thank you very much. With a classic matchup uh, question. Ida from uh, My Hero Academia versus A-Train from The Boys. You choose. I have That's... not seen either one. So I plead. I, I've not seen I The know, Boys. But... I know Ida. Yeah, hero. I know Ida. It's definitely A Train. I don't it? like right. A Train. He's an unlikable piece of shit character. I mean, that's uh, most boys' but, characters, from my understanding. Yeah, he he literally. I mean, to give you an idea of how the boys starts, it's with A Train running so fast at someone that that person explodes. Like he runs yeah, A-Train. through <laughs> right. a human like being. <laughs> yeah, All right, A Train. That's not A Train. Ida definitely not capable of that. <laughs> I will agree with you guys. I don't know, so I'm just going to assume you're right. It's A-Train. All right. Uh, Aramis Baramis is back with 10 more dollars. Thank you. Sorry, I had to run to get something at Best at Best Buy before it closed. Love what you all do. Quick question. D-pad or touchscreen for movement in a 3D DS game? Which do you prefer? D-pad. D-pad. Easily D-pad. I'll do D-pad. Yeah. I still remember trying to play Super Mario 64 uh, 3D where, uh, DS with the analog the nub. Oh, like, no. oh that, that was awful. Yep, that thing was yeah. so terrible. I like whoever thought thing. of doing that was just wrong. Yeah. So definitely, definitely analog uh, or D-pad. 
Uh, all right, then finally, our last super chat of the day from our good friend Goron Amber with $5. Thank you, Amber. I'm Thank on you. Team Pineapple Pizza. One time I tried yeah. to order one, though, and pineapple was on the toppings oh, list, no. but ham wasn't. That's, oh, you gotta that's... have ham, too. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you can at least substitute with bacon, but it, you've gotta have ham. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to have a pineapple only pizza. No. You gotta have that sweet oh. and savory combination. But, uh, well, I think that is a, a good as note as any to leave the show off on. We have now reached the true end of episode 30 of the GBG cast. Thank you all so much for watching. You know, we love doing this with you every week. It's the perfect start to our weekends every Friday evening. So thank you so much. Of course, as always, we have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show and everything we do happen, uh, because without you, it would not be happening. So thank you so much for everything you do for us. But as always, we also have to give an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, incredible, amazing folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, Christopher Bakke, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rupkin, Titus Mal Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Wataniac, Topdog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kit Fisto, Jessica Toad, Dinit, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Nope, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Askeron 809, Reiner, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pand Otter, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi, Mom. Mega Amster, Kane Woolley, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, or sorry, Derek. I always make that mistake. <laughs> Derek, Nova the Artist, Colin, Blaystar25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Willow Pingree, Moon Knight, Ray Clausen, Brendan Hesse, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Ryan's Fault, Brainchild, Pat Pending, Jim Wakelin, Lauren Bond, Longboy Shiggy, <laughs> Andy, every time, Andy Mine P, Ad, Kyle the Monarch, <laughs> Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer and Barry Rookie, Jay Brox, Salad Dinner, Revolver Axolot, Datboy64, Blaze Collard, Eric, Danielle Crowder, Alex Westover, Cat EV Person 5, and last but certainly not least, Lady Maxillary. Thank you all so much. Spicy Panda Otter, I realize you asked to have your name changed, and I forgot to do that, but it will be in for next week. I apologize for that. Thank you all so much for watching. We are about to go do our patron-exclusive GVG Cast post show, so definitely come join us for that if you can. But we're out. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy Halloween. And we hope to see you tomorrow for our spooky subathon starting bright and early at 6 a.m. Pacific. See you then. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Join me again.